I just wanted to let you know I'm so excited to share with you that the doors are now open to my new course, Faith Fueled Joy. You guys, it's been a labor of love, and we will officially start the modules in January, but I'm going to have a whole month in December of things to get you started so that you can step into more joy, you can step into more peace and calm in your life, and that you can really step into the role and the type of day that God has intended for us. So I'm so, so excited. So if anybody that signs up between now and mid-December, you're going to get all sorts of extras, extra um, modules to kind of get the holidays kick-started in a calmer way. And then we'll start the official four-week course in January. So this is really for any of you, just like myself, that were feeling like daily life was weighing you down, or maybe that life is full of so many responsibilities and obligations that there was no time to increase or deepen your faith, have more meaningful relationships, step into or reignite your passion, your creativity, and and just have a calmer spaces and do more for ourselves so that we have more well-being. And so that's what the course is about. I'd love for you to learn more at faithfueledjoy.com. And by the end of the course, you can expect to find more balance and joy that you're craving through meaningful breaks. And this is going to be together with a community of women to support and encourage us that will help us stay on track and achieve our goals. But I want you to say goodbye to the chaos and embrace the life where balance means nurturing your faith, relationships, and passions one meaningful break at a time. I can't wait to connect with you all and take you through the strategies and tools and the research-based insights that have changed my life and other women's as well. You guys, let's create a life that's flowing with joy, faith, and purpose together. Once again, go check out all the information about the course at faithfueledjoy.com. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to dive into loving people right where you're at and just loving them one-on-one. How do we get more intimate and how do we go small? So that's what we're going to dig into today. Welcome to Faith Field Woman, a podcast designed for Christian women eager to deepen their faith and shine God's light in every aspect of their lives. Each week, we'll delve into practical strategies, inspiring stories, and biblical wisdom to equip you with the tools you need to navigate life's challenges and grow deeper in your faith. From finding calm in the chaos, forming deep Christian friendships, to everyday ways to connect with God, we'll cover it all. Hi, I'm your host, Kristen. I'm an encourager, a faith-led entrepreneur, a mom, and a wife. Let's be encouraged in our everyday lives as we let our faith guide us, fuel us, and fill us with God's incredible peace, wisdom, and joy in our lives. Okay, so as I've mentioned before, sometimes on my walk, if I'm walking by myself and I'm not meeting a friend, I'll listen to a podcast. Sometimes I listen to a secular podcast about all sorts of topics, health, leadership, uh, just you know, inspiring uh, conversations, different things. But sometimes I listen to pastors or people of faith and Today, I listened to Made for This by Jenny Allen, and she was she was talking at her If Gathering conference, and she was talking about kind of the way the world is right now and what it needs. And so she was explaining that so right now, so many people think that they need a platform, they need a bigger audience, they need to do bigger things or things that have broad, wide, far-reaching impact. So you know, those, there's those of us podcasting and writing and blogging and having conferences and doing all these things. And those things are good and can be very powerful. But the concern is, are we missing 
the mark in remembering that Jesus came and it was about relationship. He came and it was about uh, the time he spent with people. It wasn't about trying to get the always, you know, any a big crowd. It was what he did with individual people. And so that's what I want to dig into a little bit more today to just encourage you in that way that each of us can can play a role and should be playing a role in other people's lives because it's how we're showing up and how we're showing up um, relationally to people and how we're showing up to show people what it looks like to follow Christ and what it looks like to have a relationship with them and what it looks like to have a relationship with people that follow Christ and what that can do for them. And so the first thing that I want to share with you is from Bob Goff's book, Everybody Always. And I remember reading this years ago and marking the page because it, it really hit me and it spoke to me. So here's what he says. And it's about this whole thinking that we need to be big or or have a bigger audience instead of realizing that it, the impact is actually in an intimate setting. So here's what I want to share with you. He goes, I bet this is what Jesus meant when he told his friends that people would understand who he was by watching how we treat each other. Early on, I thought big acts of generosity or great sermons or arenas full of people singing songs would help us understand God's love for us. He said it was none of these. Jesus told his friends that letting people see the way we love each other would be the best way to let people know about him. It wouldn't be because we'd given them a lot of directions or instructions or because they memorized or studied all the right things. It would be because someone met you or me and felt as if they just met Jesus. I think what he meant was, He wanted someone to meet a person who loved him and then feel like they had just met heaven, everyone there. And then he goes on and says this more about the intimate, the relational part of really what we're meant to show up and do. And here's what he says. That's our job. It's always been our job. We're supposed to just love the people in front of us. We're the ones who tell them who they are. We don't need to spend as much time as we do telling people what we think about what they're doing. Loving people doesn't mean we need to control their conduct. There's a big difference. There's a big difference between the two. Loving people means caring without an agenda. As soon as we have an agenda, it's not love anymore. It's acting like you care to get someone to do what you want or what you think God wants them to do. Do less of that when people will see a lot less of you and more of Jesus. Oh my gosh, I thought that was so good. And I think it really speaks to, you know, the idea that Jenny Allen was talking about in her podcast. And it really hit me today because I've talked about this uh, topic before, you know, maybe a year ago on the podcast uh, or months ago, at least. But, you know, the question is, what do we do? How do we show up and how do we have an impact? How do we point people or shine a light to people? Um, to have a relationship, to want to know Christ or people that are already you know, Christians. How do we each encourage each other in our faith to deepen that relationship and to truly show up loving God, loving others like ourselves? How do we do that? So I think first it starts with getting in the word and spending time in prayer and then d- diving deeper into his word. You know, and I struggle with this sometimes. I don't always make the time to study the Bible. I I might, you know, I'll read a scripture. I'll do a devotional. If I'm having, um, if I'm being honest, I try to write in a prayer journal. It doesn't happen all the time for me at this point. 
but I don't always study the Bible, you know, get, get dive deeper. I do sometimes, and I'm always looking for new resources to do that with. But the point is studying the word, letting it get inside of us, right? Like actually it transforming us is important, but what else? I think it's starting to realize that our conversations, things that seem mundane are actually the things that are impact makers. The conversation you have with your neighbor, the time you invite a girlfriend or a new mom you just met over for coffee, the time that you invited a family over who's new to the neighborhood, the time when you invited all your family over and you say a blessing before dinner, the time that you're there for a girlfriend on a walk, all of it matters. And so it is the time, it's who we're doing life with and who we're willing to extend an invitation to, to tell them, hey, I see you, I notice you, and I want to invite you in because everyone's welcome here. Everyone's welcome to be a part of this story, to be a part of following Jesus and living by his example. And so our job, I think, is one at a time and in small groups to make an impact in people's lives. By being the love that Jesus gave us the example to be, by being there and living in community with people, and by loving them well, and by showing them how Christ has changed our lives, by showing them the fruit of the Spirit that we experience in our lives because of Christ. So it's about being intimate, and it's about being open and welcoming and having new people in our lives. And also about nurturing the current relationship in our lives and not being afraid to share our faith. Look, I absolutely can come from a place where if some of you feel that way, I get it because I didn't grow up. I grew up uh, you know, going to church and stuff, but I didn't grow up in a church that I feel pushed um, discipleship in the way that you know some of the churches do now. And I get it. We, we all handle and have different personalities. So I'm not saying that you have to go stand on a soapbox. I'm just saying if we show up, uh, much like Bob Goff shared, we show up and just help people see who Jesus is through us. That's what I'm saying is we can do more of that without feeling uncomfortable or uneasy or being somebody that's going door to door or anything like that. It's about being willing to make time for relationships with other people and to share how your life's been changed and impacted because of your relationship and your beliefs in Christ. And to me, I think how amazing, how promising, but I think one of the reasons that this is so important is we possibly, because of all the distractions in our life, all of the continuous connectedness through digital devices and messages hitting us at every second, we feel like we're around people, but then we feel like we're alone. It's because those aren't deep connections. They're just connections. They're a bleep of time. And we need to develop and spend time building deep connections, connections where people can share things with us and vice versa, connections where we can you know, share a meal, we can pray together, we can tell each other where we're struggling, and then we can lift each other up. This is what I'm talking about. And look, I've gotten away. We used to do a small group. Um, I was part of a, you know, a, a group that was like that. And I have been, you know, many times, but I'm saying we had one that lasted for years and it was great. 
and we shared meals together and it was about fellowship. But at this moment, I do not have a small group I'm in. So I'm not saying that, look, if you're not doing this today, and it doesn't have to be through a small group, those are wonderful for supporting each other and, you know, helping each other grow in our faith. And I'm, I'm working on moving back into getting into a small group, but I'm even talking about one-on-one, the invitation, invite someone over or invite someone for lunch or coffee or to a Bible study or, or host a Bible study. I haven't hosted one in some time and I'm hoping to start that back up soon. But I just think it's so important that we remember that we have such impact, but it's by all the small, ordinary things that we do in our life. By ordinary, I mean regular, having conversations, extending you know, an olive branch to somebody to say, hey, come on over, let's meet. You know, I would like to get to know you more. I'd like to uh, share with you some things that were encouraging to me. It might be sending somebody a, a little text, you know, with an encouraging word. And I'm not saying shove scripture down someone's throat the second you meet them. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. And it's not how I step into the world. Uh, that might be how you do. And that's okay too. We are all different. But I think it's like, like the example. It's by being love and loving Jesus that it's we are an example of his love and what we others can experience through having that relationship and that understanding. And so I just encourage you today that it's about loving people right where you are. It's about doing life with other people, being willing to be vulnerable. It's about going small, being intimate, one-on-one or very small groups of people sitting in your living room, or like I said, the coffee shop, or inviting them to church or to a Bible study. But we can all do this. And if we do that, the world is changed. You know, and Jenny Allen talks about how even um, as Jesus, before, you know, he was crucified, he had just a small group of disciples and he left it in their hands as far as spreading the good news, spreading the word. And what's amazing about that is it was about people he was spending time with, right? He was sharing meals. He was showing them, teaching them, sharing, and they were to take that and and continue it on. And we're still asked to do that today, but it's about changing lives through our relationships. And so that's it. I just want to encourage you in that way today. And then actually, I want to share a quick scripture with you to wrap up. So let's see. This is Theologians 2, 7 to 8, and it says, But we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. So being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you had become very dear to us. It's like a good friend, right? That relationship and, and how we experience the connection to God and what we get from that, that relationship. It's about sharing of ourselves, not just about God, not just about Jesus. So I just hope this encourages you and maybe it'll let you just shift your perspective a little bit and thinking about how you're showing up in your day, how you're showing up in opportunities to extend that invitation, extend a welcome and just welcome people in, talk, take the time to talk to people and take the time to connect with them. And over time, if they ask you about your faith, 
and you can share it, you know, or, you know, share it a little bit at a time or invite them to something where they can start to, um, you know, just see how life changing a life with Christ is. So until next time, I hope you have a beautiful day. Thanks again for listening to the show. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you could take a minute to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast because it helps our show get discovered by more people. And if you'd like to be encouraged in your faith and in your life, go on to kristenfitch.com and sign up to get my newsletter. I have lots of freebies and lots of inspiration and encouragement that'll be coming your way. And I would love it if you joined part of our community.